This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with the singer Mimi Dalton. We spoke about five English folk songs, a new release she's made with the composer and performer Neil Luck, who was our first ever guest on Soundmaking. We're going to play two tracks from this EP, one in the middle of the episode and another longer one at the end. In our chat, Mimi speaks about the various singing styles and sound-producing objects featured on this recording, the nature of their collaboration, and why they wanted to engage with English folk song. Hello, I'm Mimi Dalton. I am from the UK and I now live in Stuttgart, Germany, which is where I met the wonderful Neil Luck, whose music is being featured in today's episode. Uh, I'm a singer, an enthusiastic collaborator and Apache producer. So I had a very classical training as a singer. I read musicology at university and then I went to Guildhall and trained at Conservatoire. But I was really lucky there to meet uh, Jane Manning, who was, you know, a kind of grandmother of contemporary music or a mother of contemporary music when she was younger for such a long time. And working with her really inspired me and excited me. And that's how I started working with composers. And I'm addicted to it. I love I love doing music by people I can have a dialogue with rather than just looking at the page of something by someone who's dead and wondering why the fuck they decided to write it like that. I met Neil because Neil got a residency at Schloss Solitude, which is this amazing Baroque castle just outside Stuttgart. And somehow we've both lived in the UK for a long time and never met each other. But when he came here, he wanted to find some collaborators and friends from the UK put us in touch. And we met up for coffee and we got on quite well and I think Neil and I came from completely different kind of musical not perspectives but lives worlds and it was really exciting to see how we were going to bring this together I I think especially as as people who use our voices in performance we we come from completely different places and it's been really fun I think that was always the challenge to try and work out how to bring those two concepts together. Neil and I have just released a five-track EP called Five English Folk Songs, which has been recorded partly in a studio here in Stuttgart and partly live from our performance at Cafe Otto back in March. And this, I suppose, is in some ways a culmination of the work that we've been doing here. We really wanted to explore folk traditions and different ways that people use their voices rather than just traditional singing and I think the starting place for for making the the music that's on these tracks was a conversation about resilient music about music that will exist into the apocalypse when we don't have any electronics and we don't have any instruments the the different songs on this EP five English folk songs really explore different facets of my voice so we start with quite traditional singing, I suppose, in Fale. And then in in other tracks I'm speaking, I'm using whistle registers, Monteverdian goat trills. And then we have Neil, who brings an even more diverse skill set to the party. Uh, he is also singing in a very different way on, on the opening track of the album. And then we go to the other extreme in Janet, where he's playing 
playing a balloon, speaking into the balloon, shouting into the balloon, singing into the balloon, and simultaneously holding a piece of string, controlling chairs and tables in the space and moving them around, which creates these really kind of creepy atmospheric bangs and creaks and uh, sinister noises, which is perfect for that song. Then in Evergreen, we have Neil playing Grass, which is my favourite Neil Luck performance facet, I suppose. Uh, And it's always wildly unpredictable because you don't know what each blade of grass is going to sound like until he plays it in the gig and then I have to try and match that with my voice and we've we've had a lot of fun playing with this uh what else there's there's some cutlery there's Neil blowing down the tube of what I think was probably once a hoover but has been so deconstructed that it's hard to know anymore and there's of course a tuning fork which was insanely difficult to record and I don't quite know how Neil did it to be honest The track you're about to hear is from the middle of the album. This is Evergreen, which takes its text from a manual about how to give CPR. So when I talked to Neil about this, he said that Evergreen's connected to trying to breathe life into something. In this case, leaves. Uh, A part of Neil's practice while he's been here in Stuttgart has been lots of playing leaves and grasses because the environment he's been in has been so green and I suppose it had to rub off in his work in some way. So yeah, we start with this text about CPR and then we go into an improvisation for leaf and whistle tone. And actually this this track is half recorded in the studio and what I love about it, what I, the reason I chose to play it today is that the studio recording is something we could never, ever, ever achieve in live performance because it's really hard and it always goes wrong. Whereas this is this is the perfect clean version. And then the second half is from our gig at Cafe Otto. And we decided to use this for the album because it just, it went really well at Otto and it was interesting. So yeah, Neil Neil's done some work to make them acoustically sound like they exist in the same space, but that's, that's where this track comes from. Remove clothes from patients. Chest stay clear of patient. It is safe to touch the patient. Begin CPR. Place the heel of one hand in the centre of the chest between the nipples. Place your other hand on top of the first push. The chest down firmly two inches. Keep in time with the beat. Pinch nose, tilt head, and give two full breaths.
decided to go down the route of English folk songs for two reasons. Firstly, this is a theme that appears in a lot of Neil Luck's other work. He's got a real deep interest in and knowledge of folk music from the British Isles and also kind of weird folk practices and traditions, some of which are real and some of which are mythological. And you'll, you'll see this in the album descriptions if you read the text on Bandcamp. And the other reason was that we were two British people in Germany trying to make art after Brexit. And there's, there's a bit of a feeling like in Europe at the moment that they're looking at British people as this strange curiosity and trying to work out why we've done what we've done to our country. And I suppose we we wanted to play into that voyeurism a bit and give them one angle on the psyche of the British Isles. Yeah. Collaborating with Neil's been amazing and it's always so difficult to feel it out with a new collaborator and work out who's who's responsible for what, but I, I'm always very clear that I'm not a composer. I have absolutely zero desire to put notes on a piece of paper. So what would normally happen is I'd turn up at Schloss Solitude having missed the bus and made Neil wait for another hour because the bus only runs once an hour. And Neil would hand me some paper and apologise profusely for 20 minutes about the fact that what was on the paper wasn't very good. And then I'd pick up the paper and it would, of course, be brilliant. Uh, and then we'd try it and it would all go wrong. And then we'd try it again and gradually kind of find the nuances. And uh, this is, I suppose, where I came in as a more collaborative role. This is when we'd start to add more details to the page about intonation, about how, how breathing was going to happen, how uh, what atmosphere we wanted to create and... Yeah, that's that's how it happened, I suppose. Yeah, so we're now going to listen to Janet, which I'd say is the longest track on the album. And this is a strophic song. I mean, this is very much inspired by like the tradition of, on the one hand, German leader, and on the other hand, Gilbert and the Sullivan. And we we played we played for a while with me doing it in a kind of early twentieth century Gilbert and Sullivan voice and very clipped RP but it was totally unintelligible so that idea got thrown in the bin but we kept the the strophic thing and when you see this in live performance which we're going to do again in Stuttgart in July I try very much with my physical mannerisms to present this as if I were Dietrich Dieskau or one of the other great leader singers and the juxtaposition of that and Neil behind me with his balloons and his strings and his chairs is I think entertaining for the audience Police, policemen would go over there and like journalists would go over there and like all have the, like, um, the shits get out of them and like objects were moving and this ghost sort of spoke through, the vo- through Janet's la- of voice a lot of the time, this like gruff, gruff kind of um, like Enfield voice. But we're going to sing it in a style that's like maybe more appropriate for such a highbrow audience. <laughs>
Yeah. 